Welcome to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody Weekend Replay Podcast. 12 of our favorite moments from this past week. Enjoy. Sammy now Murphy reads a lot of, like, what would you call your books? Or, you know, Paperweights. I call, I call um, them continuing, <laughs> continuing education. <laughs> you know, some people would call them self-help, Imp- but like Atomic Imp- Habits. Improvement. Great book. Yeah, okay. self-improvement. It's either management, like, you know, industry stuff, you know, how to be better at this, that, and the other thing, or it's self-improvement. Okay. Yeah, I'm a hopeless overachiever. Oh. That's a great title. How to be better at this, that, and the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It sounds good. <laughs> anyway, um, so but from those books and all that, all of his lifetime of reading, this sort of thing, um, you have spit out you know, some knowledge over the time that I've known you. And one of the things that you've said forever, and you've said it, and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I finally get it. I get it. Now, you are right. Uh I am here to give you that. Murphy has said forever, you know what wears you out is not doing too much. It's What wears you out is not what time you get up in the morning. What wears you out is switching back and forth between tasks. It wears your brain out. Well, that's where they say, you know, multitasking is really deceiving. Sure. Because the brain doesn't work that way. That's it. That's what you've been saying. (laughs) (laughs) It's called task task switching. What happens is it just happens so fast. You think you're doing multiple things at a time, but you're really not. And that that wears you out. And the reason for years that I've... I've sat there and, and nodded at you like, uh-huh, is because I am a very good multitasker. When I'm cooking dinner, I'm also doing three other things. You just can't see it. But yeah. I've noticed, whatever, new year, no pressure, new year. I, you know, January, I don't know, sometimes I feel, try to feel that reset mindset, yeah. and I'm realizing yeah. it's true. I, if I'm doing some really good work on, on, on a sending somebody an email and then... Some of my phone dings, or or Sam asks me a question, or you say something to me. It's the switching that's like, whoa! Yeah, mm-hmm. it does wear you out. Yeah, yeah. So you're correct. Yeah, you're trying to focus on your brain does try to focus on all those things simultaneously, but it it, it can't. It's why it drains it, you. So yeah. just wanted to throw that out to you. Well, thank you. The no pressure New Year. If one of the things you want is more energy or clarity, yeah. Try not to switch in your mind tasks so often. So you know what I could do if 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 now if I've got your attention on this, I'll give you my copy of the success plan that never fails. I don't, I'm good. Thanks though. We like to hear from you, so jump in anytime, even now. 877-310-4MSJ. <laughs> got a few too many sevens in your word there. Seven, seven, seven. I think I did Social it right. Social media connect. You did it. Okay. Also from our Facebook and Instagram pages, I posted a picture of Sam the other day wearing the Murphy, Sam, and Jody shirt, the one with the distress logo. And of course- I- Which I got at a discount. <laughs> yeah, my good. 10% employee discount. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Don't say that. <laughs> The way you, I asked, I said, like, be still, Sam, let me take a picture. And you did the Superman pose. Well, that's funny. It was Because Superman, his pose is always, he rips open his shirt so you can see the the S. I know. You did a good job. And everybody got the joke. Kim says, Sam is fixing a pop in the Superman status. Yeah, He looks like like Superman here. Um, Derek said, Sam must be camera shy because you're always looking away. You often, when I take pictures of you, you look away. (laughs) Did you know that? Was it for a joke? I would think it was for comedic effect most times, yeah. It's always, I mean, you're... Anything you see of Sam in a photo, if it doesn't look right, it's it's intentional. I know it. I know it. This is the coolest comment, though. Lisa commented that my son put this very shirt in my Christmas stocking. 
She doesn't mean the one you were wearing. She means I was she got say, I still have one it. of these for Christmas. Oh. I was very surprised being he remembered me mentioning that I listen to you guys every day and that you always make me, me smile. Thank you for saying that, Lisa. Um, I really like that it says keep the wow on the back. I like that too, Lisa. Yeah, uh, the Murphy, Sam, and Jody shirts say in a small print at the top at the back, keep the wow. Because that's part of us too. So I'm glad your son remembered that too, Lisa. Maybe that's Lisa's wow. That her son remembered and sent her that shirt. I know. So anyway, thank you for jumping in. And if you didn't catch the picture, it's still on Facebook of Sam. Oh, yeah. By the way, Murphy and Jody, y'all get 10% off too. I know. Oh, is it? So I should go buy one? (laughs) Even those little uh, keep the wow pop sockets. 10% 10% there as well. Yeah, thanks. Actually, Sam's he's truly joking about that. But, you know, when you do buy something from the MSJ you know, store, store like that, uh, a portion of the proceeds do go to the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation, JDRF. JDRF. So, yeah. And we do that for our Murphy, who is a type 1 diabetic. Keep it coming on Instagram and Facebook. Sam, this far into January, I can't believe I forgot to tell you what? that um, Murphy... <laughs> I kind of stole the show at our big Christmas Eve gathering from my, my families. Is this the one where Papa does a big yes. reading or preaches to everybody? Well, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he did. Actually, yes, he actually did. This is Papa's 90, was his 93rd Christmas. Yeah. And um, so Taylor and Phoebe usually sing. Uh, right before Murphy sort of stole the floor, um, there was a baby Jesus reading from the Bible from our cousin Elliot. And then before everybody sat down in a big circle and then Murphy sort of stole the show, I didn't know that, you know, my cousin Lindsay has two beautiful twin girls, Ella and Grace. Well, Ella and Murphy had had a conversation. Yeah, it was really sweet. Before the uh, girls sing, can I share a little family conversation that Ella and I were having here just a second ago? So, you know, uh, Ella was asking me if, uh, if I'm on the radio and... And I said, yeah, that's right. She said, she hears us all the time. And I said, yeah, you know, me and Jody on the, are on the radio together. She said, yeah, that's right. I know that, too. I said, yeah, well, you know, we're, we're married. She said, well, is that how you met? Met? Did you meet at the radio station? I said, that's exactly how we met. And uh, I said, so, yeah, so we're married and, and we work together. And Ella said, I bet she likes that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said you'll have to ask Jody. So, <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> everybody who's what married. What was your reaction? I don't even remember, no. but everybody who was married is married. Yeah. Love that story. Just yeah. died Working laughing. Working with your spouse, not something that happens every day. I thought it was so it sweet was. the way that Ella. The thing about Ella, the reason that it's so funny to everybody in the family, well, because it really happened and the way you told the story. So well, well done, Murph. But um, Ella's this extroverted kid Mm. and she's wide open and full of wonder and she'll have she'll walk right up to you and ask you anything like that. And so just knowing her that she really genuinely thinks that I love that. I bet she, you know what I mean? She really 100% so, believes it. Since you didn't give an answer there, what's your answer now? I do love it, Ella. <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed Jody didn't answer. If you still have friends who I do. you were friends <laughs> <That's good, Sarah. laughs> that you were friends with when you were a child, yeah. how special is that? It is precious and special because they know that true part of you you know they know and it's there's it's good for you to spend time with those people if you have them in your life if you're lucky enough to have known somebody for a very long time to spend a little time and i bring it up because of 
the fact that we recently got to spend some time with my friend Melanie, who I have known since second grade. I was six years old. I was in second grade when we moved into their house and they moved out and built a house next door to us. That's a true story. Oh, how did I not know after all these years of marriage? I didn't know that was their house. It was theirs first, and then it was my ours. Really? That's when I kind of grew up in, yeah. Well, from second grade on. Oh, and, wow. And, and okay. we grew up next door to each other and, you know, lived there until after I graduated high school, and she the same. Did she know secrets about your house that you didn't know? She showed me the ropes, but there um, were no secrets. You know, like a back door or a no, anyway, closet. I've always heard that and read that and thought, yeah, it is true. You know, if you have a friend that you've had since you were a child, that's a special sort of friendships, friendship. And a lot of different friendships can happen in your life. You have the new friend. You have the work friend. You know, you well, have the especially buddy and that buddy. And that's been a continuous friendship, too. Yes, because if you grow up together, it's one thing. You can have, you know, your friend group from like elementary school and they're, it's really kind of cool to reminisce. But if you weren't connected to them growing up. Right. It's not the same family connections. What you have with Melanie is super special. So she said something the other day in the on the way. We were on the way somewhere. You were driving. She was in the back seat, and I was turned around. We were talking. I had no idea. I knew that my dad was the one who gave me my love of football. I grew up watching football with him and Mm -hmm. playing football with him in the yard. Do you remember what she said about him? You don't remember? Uh, she said a lot of good things she about She said him. your dad, Jody, was the first one. She said Mr. Russell was the one who taught me about downs, about having to get 10 yards to get to a down. Hmm. And she said I never forgot it. Because, and, and you know how much football that girl watches? As much as I do. Yeah. And so it's like I didn't realize that. And she says she thinks of him often when the team gets a down. And Sweet. I'm thinking that's so cool. Yeah. And it's proof that also anything you teach a child – has the potential to stay with them their whole life. You're right. Anyway, love you, Mel. We love hearing from you the most. So join us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. How are you, Tiffany? Hanging in there. I wanted to call, and I hope I'm not, like, too late, but Mm -hmm. um, I was at the gym this morning, and I was listening to your um, podcast, and it, one part of it reminded me of something and I wanted to share because it made me giggle and smile. Um, It was the one where you all were doing about like humor on the dating app. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's important. Apparently. And and I wanted to share that uh, 13 years ago I was on a dating app Mm -hmm. and I did everything, you know, like I really thought about it. I put 26 pictures of me and (laughs) basically my whole life story and, I thought I came up with a really cool tagline, and my tagline, by the way, was sweet and spicy, which I thought was kind of cool. Anyway, this gentleman reaches out to me, and I wasn't that impressed because he had, like, all of two pictures kind of taken from a distance, Mm. nothing written in his bio, but his tagline, his tagline was, whenever I'm about to do something, I ask myself, would an idiot do that? And if the answer is yes, I do not do that thing. <laughs> it's from the office, I guess, and like Dwight's true. But I was like, this is the most, yeah. I don't care if you've got no bio and just been shot. Like, this guy's hilarious. That worked yeah. for you. Um, yeah. yeah. And so it kind of actually sounds a little bit like Mer- or, um, Sam humor there. Yeah. <laughs> it does. Kind of um, does. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I went out with him. Mm-hmm. There- 
little over 13 years ago, and 13 years later, we've been married over 10 years and oh, still going strong. Nice. So it worked. I was hoping you would say <laughs> it, that. <laughs> it really, really worked. Um, By the way, but, Tiffany, uh, <laughs> you said that it did sound like me, Sam. It does, yep. but mine would have been, would an idiot do this? In that case, I will, too. <laughs> right. The twist. That's the Sam the opposite, twist. right? Yes. Thank you, Tiffany. Congrats. We're glad that worked out. Yeah. And by the way, Tiffany, sweet and spicy would have worked on Murphy. <laughs> yeah. He loved that. that he lit up when you said that. 877-310-4MSJ to jump in with us. I didn't fill everybody in on this one until it was we were out of the woods, but my mom had a little health scare over the holidays. Uh, oh, really? She's Holiday. now out of the woods. Uh, well, she came up to my house for the Christmas dinner, which we did on the Monday, the day after Christmas. Yeah, this is a little bit late notice here. I wanted to make sure she was good. I know. I've been sounded, talking to her on social media. Well, that didn't require her to verbally speak. She could She couldn't. She was really raspy and <gasps> gasping for air. She already <laughs> has partial lungs anyway because of the old the, because of a cancer surgery way back. But anyway, oh, uh, so it's like, you sound awful. You need to get it. Well, it's been this way, you know, and I'm telling her it's going to lead to pneumonia. And that's, you know, pneumonia is the start to, uh-huh. I started yeah. to sound like her. You know yeah. what that's going to do? Yeah, I know. Right. And so we all, and Sammy and we all chimed in, you need to go to the doctor. So she Good. went to emergency care the next day. Oh, yay. And they told her, she says the doctor there told her she had three kinds of pneumonia. Oh, my God. I didn't know you could do that at one time. Wow. Judy but, can. Yeah. So yeah. they gave her the meds and everything, and then she was taking them. I, I made sure to on to her. To like, even when it feels good, keep taking it. Right. She it's, needs to You got to talk it. that way to children and to older folks, well, too. Well, it's a stubbornness. Yeah. And so she went to her regular doctor last week, and the doctor gave her some cough medicine. She said she's got a couple of days left on the cough medicine, but she's good. A doctor said the pneumonia's gone. They listened to her lungs. She's good. good to go. Okay. But it's like, I understand hard-headed because I am, but it's like, you, when, she, when she first started speaking, we all froze. It's like, you sound awful. You, yeah. right. Something is wrong. You need to go to a doctor and not put it off. Is she that type? Does she know I'm going to get over this? Does she? A lot of stuff she thinks it's just a cold. Put some Vic Sav. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take some. I'm gonna take some Robitussin and spray my throat, chloroseptic. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then I'll be fine in a couple days. Uh, well, so, she's done that now, some in her life. Is yeah, the point. She, well, yeah, she's always gotten away with it, but thank goodness she went. So yes, I'm glad you're yeah. okay, and Judy. By the way, she did. Uh, I texted all the kids to let them know that Mimi was okay. Yes. Uh, and her response was, "You can't get rid of bad grass." So my mom used to say. I don't even know what that means. She's bad grass and you can't kill her. Oh, you're not bad grass, Judy. <laughs> Jody, you were reading a comment a moment ago from Heather. She wrote into our Facebook page. About the No Pressure New Year. No and- Pressure New Year. And she was saying that one of her goals is just to move around. And you move were saying you, you don't have to be an Olympian. And one thing you said to do is park farther out You know, when, when, when you're parking. And to me, that actually has a double benefit. And it's oh. one that I use all the time. Oh. Because... It's you also don't have any stress when you look at how people fight over oh, the yeah. closest position. So true. I mean, it's it's unnecessary stress. It's un- so I always park at the far end of the lot. I get good exercise. Oh, that's so you know, funny, Murphy. Unless it's raining, but I you know. always <laughs> thought that you did that for another reason. 
You didn't want anybody well, to, to hit be. his truck? Exactly. No, that's not the reason I do Protect that. Protect the Batmobile. You know, it's, it's already got some dings in it, so I'm not. I know. But, you know, yeah, I mean, it's 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 amazing how you, when you park farther out, you got your choice of spaces. Oh, yeah. Take your time. Yeah. Walk, you know, and it's it's just, if it's a good enough day. Do you know that I saw, good a, exercise. De- I saw a debate online the other day? We should probably ask you and let you tell us. In fact, tell us on our Facebook page or call us if you want to about whether it's better to to back into a parking spot or pull straight in. Oh, I have seen that so much recently. It's, it's like get, it's a personal choice. Yeah, it really, really yeah, is. There's they, no right. They got or wrong the people answer. that argue that you need to pull in, so then you back, and it's like, well, I like to back in so that when I leave, I can do pull it quicker. Out. Right. It's it's six in one hand, I, half dozen in the other. Truth. Well, in some parking spaces too. This is where your Jody's going to snooze out on me. <laughs> it depends on the turning radius of your vehicle. Uh. Also. <laughs> If you, I mean, sometimes backing in is actually easier for you to get out than yeah. it is the other way around. Yeah. And, and you know, I mean, again, it just depends. I also like, you know, it's to me, it's not about getting out fast as much as it is. I feel more comfortable with my surroundings, knowing and I'm yeah. not, if I'm in a parking lot, I can see people and other things like that. So, Well, my uncle, Terry, who is a retired police, retired police officer, but he's always a police officer in his mind. Like in his, like you don't shake that. Yeah. Everything about him that's a police officer is still there. He just doesn't wear the badge anymore. He backs into every parking spot. When we go somewhere to a public place, he's always watching the doors. He, you know, he watches people tell stories. He's always sniffing out what's what's going on. Um, going and, going back to the, the parking thing, there are some places that tell you do not park, do not back in. Like when I, we were in D.C. over the yeah. summer. There were spots that say oh, wow. no backing in, just park. Probably because it's too small of an area. Yeah. And that, yeah. Social Media Connect. Love hearing from you on Facebook and Instagram. Um, this came in on Facebook from Jolene. We were talking about <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We were talking about baby names yeah. and that thanks to Dolly Parton's current popularity, that Jolene is one of the most popular baby girl names right now. For 2022 and 23? You know, they call me Jolene at the nail salon. <laughs> oh, do they? Yeah. She accidentally called me that once, and she and I was like, that's fine. And she goes, I'm going to call you Jolene from now on, because you, well. You look like a look Jolene. Like a Jolene. <laughs> like, that's okay. It's a, I think it's that's a pretty kind of name. a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jolene wrote in to us. Okay, so obviously, obviously this is my name. I only have met two other Jolenes in my life. We've all had reddish hair and are feisty, <laughs> strong, capable women. I don't know that we go looking for trouble, but always seem to end up in the middle of it. That's awesome. What I a love coincidence your name. that all redheads and then you've got the <laughs> nail salon calling you Jolene. She accidentally called me Jolene instead of Jody. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. She knows because she's looking at my account and my name is Jody. On Although the Murphy, Sam, and Jolene has a cool ring to it. Man, I should change it. <laughs> yeah. Every time I go Facebook Live, which I'm doing tonight again, by the way, um, there's a Jolene who jumps on. Yeah. I'm looking for her. And I'm looking for her. And when she's there, I'm like, ah, Jolene. So it's a new, it's a. It's it's an older name, and then now it's, it's new again. Circle, yeah. It's new again. Mm-hmm. Well, Isn't that's that cool? cool. Other uh, popular names in the boy category: Cosmo and Archie. Yeah, Archie being because of Prince Harry's yeah. son Archie. Um, but I've been wanting to tell. So thank you for the email, Jolene. I love hearing from you. Um, I wanted to tell you guys. I've, I'm been meaning to mention this that I was emailing with someone the other day, and her name was Presley. P-R-E-S-L-E-I-G-H, Presley. Oh, that's beautiful. And after our business was conducted, you know, this, that, and the other thing, I had to put, you know me, 
by the way, I love your name. Mm-hmm. And she wrote back that, of course, she was named after Elvis. Her, yeah. you know, her family, her mom was a really, really big fan. Yeah. So she carried the tradition of sort of naming her kids. She has a child named Jagger mm-hmm. after Mick. And wait for my favorite, Jovi. <laughs> anyway, so those are some of the biggest popular names right now, mm-hmm. and rightly so. Murphy, when I got that really big air fryer that looks like a big red, I don't know what you call it. It looks like a big red air fryer, yeah. It, you got a screaming deal on that because it was in an estate sale, you know? And It's not just a deal, Jody. <laughs> it's a screaming <laughs> deal. How many things can These you These babies get? are moving. For 10 bucks. 15. Okay. Ah! <laughs> All right, so it was a deal. No wonder he thought it was a screaming deal. Yeah. My friend let me into her family's estate sale before it went public. Uh-huh. And I got a big mirror that leans against the wall. What do you call that? Wall mirror, whatever. Yeah. And I got a, an air fryer. And it had only been used like once. It was the so The mirror or the cool. air fryer? <laughs> Both. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I have this big, new, gorgeous red air fryer. The first thing I ever tried in it, I went simple and we did uh, french fries. Yeah. And man, they were... Straight from the freezer into fantabulous. the Fantabulous. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the next thing I made and have played with, I've made it a few times since... Fried shrimp in the air fryer. Are you using frozen shrimp, or are you using real and you peel them and all that? <laughs> I use the real shrimp. They yeah. they used to swim in the ocean. Okay, they're real. <laughs> they're not fake shrimp. But they are frozen. They're Part of frozen. this is supposed to be fast, right? They're frozen, and, and then I defrost them all day. Uh-huh. Okay, so they're they're cold and wet and yeah, dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, Amanda asked us on our Facebook. Page. How to make them. What's that recipe for the cold, wet, dead shrimp? (laughs) Please let me say. So you just do a pound of shrimp. You coat it in flour, and I like them with the tails on to fry them. Just, I, but whatever. You do don't the eat the you, tails, do you? No. You know and there you, are people that do eat the tails. I know it's weird. <laughs> anyway, you coat them in flour, then you drop them in some egg wash. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you have ready a mixture. It's like a cup of plain breadcrumbs and a cup of panko breadcrumbs, and you season all of that. Yeah. And I w- I use like Cajun seasoning. You can do it. You can do Italian seasoning if you want. Whatever. Make sure you season it up though. You put all the wet shrimp in that dry mixture and you shake them up and you put them in the air fryer at 380 for like seven to eight minutes, depending on the size of your shrimp. Do you do a shake halfway through? Halfway through. You take it out, look at it and shake it up. You can even put some cooking spray in the basket to give it a more fried sort of feel. That's how I make them. Um, We've posted it also in our Back in the Groove food. Thank you for asking, Amanda. Science tells us that being angry, <laughs> and I, sorry, Sam, but I thought of you when I when I read yeah, that. I don't know why. You know, <laughs> you're not an angry person, but when you do get angry, it's pretty pronounced. Okay, so being angry um, activates your detail-oriented side. What do you okay. say to that? Does yeah. it? I think I thought it would be the reverse. Yeah, yeah my detail-oriented side. No, apparently. Instigated the anger. Yeah, because the anger is typically an emotional reaction, which is right brain, which is not particularly detail-oriented. When people are And I think Jody might be bringing this up because I got mad at the copy machine out there today. Oh, no, it's not not specific. But it did not enhance my detail-oriented. I was going to ask you, did it make you any smarter trying to fix (laughs) it? No, it just made me mad. I didn't say smarter. It's about being detail-oriented. Okay, so research says being angry, when you're in a bad mood, 
you're able, they tested people, you're able to find inconsistencies faster. Isn't that crazy? Now, the, let me tell you what jumps well, that, to mind. No, that makes sense yes, because it does. usually it's an inconsistency that started it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which makes you angry. Yeah. I know. Um, what jumped to my mind when I read this is Sam because he is very much about things being, you know, right and consistent. And he's a good, like, if I ever have anything that I need edited, Sam's the one. It doesn't matter if I've read it three times. It's like, read this for me. And he will find something. Yeah, yeah. And that's a gift. It's wonderful. Yeah. Um, Some say it's a curse. I also. It would make you a difficult professor, wouldn't it? Oh, God. Yes. I also thought of, I don't know if this is along the same lines. I feel like it might be. And I don't know if you guys have ever done this, but I know I feel like women do it. I don't know why. Sometimes when we start cleaning, we get angry. <laughs> it's like, I am cleaning this house and it is, look at this floor. I can't believe. And you just get mad and you're better. You clean it better. Yeah. I, when I start, if I start with a, a purpose of I'm just mopping this floor. Right. Oh, look at the baseboards. Got to do those two. Oh, and then I discover this. Oh, But it enhances your cleaning it performance. It does because then I attack it all. I know. Most uh, Murphy's not Murphy gets happy when he cleans. So of course you're the you're the odd <laughs> to me, fall out. It's productive. Look when, at the end, when you've got it done. It's like oh, it yeah. does feel good when you've got it done. But yeah. most <laughs> women who are running a home and kids and all that do do know what angry cleaning is. Okay, <laughs> you, it happens and you don't even realize that you've done it. But just so you know, when you are in a bad mood or an angry state, your mind finds inconsistencies better. So maybe hmm. use it to your advantage at work. The other day on our After the Show podcast, Murphy shared something so beautiful. Um, did you let your brother and sister know that it's on the podcast? Oh, I need to do that, <laughs> don't I, Jody? Well, yeah, it was a letter I found at my dad's house that was it was written to you guys, written to us to about kids. you know how he and my mom raised us and what they expected and how hard they worked to do it. And he never actually gave it to us, but I thought it was really cool that he expressed it. Yes, I'm going to let them know that right now. Jody. A good idea, since we. It's all, it's all yeah. on the internet. So you haven't even sent them a copy of it? They don't, no, they and I, even, took, they I don't took, even know about it? I took pictures of it when we did the podcast <laughs> yesterday, and I haven't sent it yet. So We're seeing them Saturday, though. Let me get on family that. family cookout. Yeah. Forgot. Did you remember that? We're seeing them tomorrow. Yes. Okay, so this is what's beautiful. This came into um, from email, murphysamandjody.com. Kathy says, I sat down and listened to Murphy's letter, and it made me cry. All I could think about was my dad and mom and how I was raised. I would never change anything about my childhood. My parents were strict. My mom more than my dad. I was daddy's little girl. He did not express his feelings well. We didn't say I love you not until much later in life. Um, When I was little, I would ride with him uh, to his job. He drove a truck for many years. It was a small truck for a printing company. He just loved, my mom would tell me later, that I rode with him. He was kind. He was hardworking. There were four kids. I had three older brothers, so you can imagine I was his little girl and baby. We were poor. Only my parents did not let, let on just how poor we were. They did everything for us. Everything. My mom even took in babysitting jobs and did uh, neighbor's laundry. We always knew they loved us and they were there for us, but did not tell us. Later on in life, before my mom died, I went to spend a week with her. Little did I know that our la- it would be our last visit. She passed a few days later. Before I left, I hugged her, told her I loved her, and that she was the best mom ever. Uh, she then asked to go to bed. She wasn't feeling well. 
And every time I left, she would walk me to the door and stay there until I went around the corner. I miss my parents. Um, I wish we'd said I love you more, but actions spoke louder than words. Thank you, Murphy, for that walk down memory lane. Love you all. And that is from Kathy. Thank you, Kathy. You know, that's one of the reasons I shared it, because everybody has a different family experience. And, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it's that's a weird gift when you lose both parents, yet you have something that you're hearing in their voice in your head for the first time. Such a gift. I'm hosting this um, dinner coming up soon for a... You're selling Pampered Chef? Friend. No, no, no. It's not oh. like that. I've been asked. It's not... No. Because <laughs> I want to come. <laughs> How do you describe this, Murphy? I've been asked to sort it's of a, MC. It, it's a it's a get-together. It's a gala. It's a private event. And a fundraiser. It's kind of late at night, and you usually don't do that kind of stuff late at night during the week. Yeah. It's you know during I mean? the week? <laughs> I thought it was a weekend. Nice to see you're up on your event. Well, okay. It came through Murphy. Uh-huh. Asked Jody if she can do this, and I'm. Going it was a friend to... of a friend of a friend of a right. friend. Right, and so I was like, "Yeah, they want to know if Jody will do it." And I'm like, "Well, give me deets. Uh-huh. You know, steak dinner. You know, night auction fundraiser, all that. I'm not having to do the auction thing. Real steak, cube steak, chicken fried steak. Wait, so auction regular steak? Auction is like the the bid thing no, and the no, fast I, talking. I'm hoping it's a silent auction. Oh, okay. Those right, are my yeah, favorite right. kind where you can lurk around and look at stuff. Well, well usually, if it's a real uh, live auction, they'll have a, an okay. auctioneer do it. Let right. Just, let me just raise my hand. A, a true professional. Yeah. Let me just raise my hand and say this. I'm assuming there's a silent auction because it's a fundraiser. I haven't been to a fundraiser in a decade where there wasn't a silent auction. Hey, you don't even know what day it is. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not a weeknight, right? Mayday. Then well, I need to double check the date then. <laughs> I like to be snuggled, you know, by 9 p.m. at night. Uh, do you need any help with jokes? Yeah, I know. That's the thing. I mentioned to Sam that, we, that I'm, I might be doing this, yeah. and Sam's giving me all the jokes, and it's like, wait, I'm not you. I can't yeah. be you. I appreciate the offer, mm-hmm. but first of all, what if it's not a laughy crowd? True. I can't try your jokes. They're yours. Yeah. Well, right. It's a little more formal, and, you know, yeah, you can't pull off Sam's jokes. I'm not you, Sam. Any more than I could pull off Sam's jokes. You, or, can't, you, you know. guys can't pull off being me. Yeah, that's right. true. I think that it will be my crowd, so I think I'll do a decent enough job. Are you going to try to work any humor in? Yes, okay. of course. Like what? Where, you want to give us a sample? No, I'm not going to plan it. It's going to be yeah. natural based gotcha. on the uh, environment. Gotcha. Okay? Yeah, whenever this is. Yeah, I hope it's not a weeknight. Yeah, we should probably start with <laughs> yeah. what date is it happening, yeah. <laughs>